This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. John Jastrzemski. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. We have reached the final hour. 10.05 here on this Wednesday evening. It's JJ After Doug, John Shostremski. We're keeping you company right here on the fan. Get aboard. Want to hear from you at 877-337-6666. A pretty crazy day in New York sports. It started with the rumors that Joe Judge and former offensive line coach Mark Colombo got into a brouhaha. Got into a fist fight after the Giants made a change. Turns out that story, according to Kim and Art Stapleton and the people I trust within the Giant locker room, basically cast it aside, said there might have been some nasty language involved, but nothing as far as, you know, Apollo Creed and Rocky or Drago and Rocky, okay? You don't have to worry about that in the Giant locker room. And listen, I love the fact that Joe Judge is taking charge. And that it's his show with the New York football Giants. He obviously took on more of an active role with the offensive line. It's played better. He's got a relationship with Dave DeGuliamo from the Patriots and the Giants and the Dolphins. So he brings him in. He gets his guys. So be it. No big deal. Joe Judge taking charge. That's the way I look at that story. Then you have the Mets and the news surrounding Robbie Cano. Cano was juicing. To the surprise of no one, Robbie Cano, who stunk up the joint in 2019 after the idiotic, ill-advised trade by Brody Van Wagenen involving Cano and Edwin Diaz, trade away Jared Kalanick. Cano was a nightmare year one, while in the shortened 60-game season, he looked like the Robbie Cano we saw with the Yankees. He was raking, he was hitting bombs, he was a force. I think we know why. PEDs. He tested positive. Found out around 4 in the afternoon. He will miss the entire 2021 season and forfeits the salary. So the Mariners save $4 million. The Mets save $20 million. Everything coming up Mets these days. So not that Steve Cohen needed more money here this offseason, but now he is in a position where guess what? He's got more money to work with. And I know there are a whole lot of Yankee fans probably uneasy about the fact that maybe the Mets could be more of a factor for a guy like DJ LeMayu. Maybe this is the Yankee fan coming out in me. I don't think the Yankees would be dumb enough to let a guy like LeMayu go. 
And if you see the fit for Jeff McNeil at second base, I think the Mets still have Bauer and Springer and Lindor higher on the priorities list. That's just my gut feel. But more money for Stevie Cohen to spend. Music to the ears of a Mets fan, that's for sure. And then, of course, it's NBA Draft Day. And look, it's a very uncertain NBA draft. You're trying to figure out who are going to be the game-changing type players. Don't really know the answers to those questions quite yet. But the Knicks took a guy who got better year in and year out, was a star in college last year, for my money was one of the best players I saw in college basketball in 2019-2020. A local kid. A guy who can step in right away and help you. And I think they take the best player available in Obi Toppin. Coming out of Dayton. Yes, I know he's not a guard. Yes, I know he's not a great shooter. But I think he's ready to come in and make immediate impact. I appreciate the fact that this regime said, we're going best player available. Because if you don't believe in a lot of the players that are already here, you're going to leave your mark. You want guys who can play. You need players on a team that's as bad as the New York Knicks. The hope is that Obi Toppin's not going to be one of these 22-year-old lottery picks that doesn't make much of an impact. You want him to come in and hit the ground running. I got no problem with the pick. They went best player available. Now, as they're about to pick, coming up in a little bit, they got to get themselves one of two things. A guard. Who can handle. Or can they get somebody who's a sniper? Very interested to see where the Knicks go with this next pick. Which will be coming in in a little bit. Let's head to Roxbury. Nick is up next. He joins us. He's on the fan. Hello, Nick. JJ, how we doing? Nick, what's happening, dude? We're checking. Good, good, brother. Listen, I just wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit about the AFC picture. Um, I know that there's a lot of big games coming up. There's some tiebreakers. I think that right now we're really going to kind of get into that position where we can kind of see, like, okay, are they contenders or are they pretenders? Uh, specifically, I want to talk about what do you think about your Dolphins? What do you think about my Raiders? Do you think that they're legit, or do you think that they're going to kind of fizzle out? Well, I think they can both make the postseason, if that's your question. Yeah, I mean, listen, they're still in very, very good shape. The Dolphins are as hot as anybody. They've won five games in a row. The Raiders have two of the most impressive wins in all football this year. At Arrowhead, and then a home win against the New Orleans Saints. And Nick, what do you know, in Week 16, Dolphins, Raiders... And I think it's going to be a Saturday game. And I think it's going to be the day after Christmas. That could be an enormous game as far as playoffs go in the AFC. But you got a very tough game coming up on Sunday. Your whole defense is on the COVID list. Um, It's a revenge game for Kansas City. If the Raiders competed and played well in this game, it would show me something. Is that fair to say? You can't expect to sweep the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, listen. I'm not expecting a Kansas City Chiefs. I bet against my Raiders and my old man. He gave me a lot of uh, heat for it when when they beat Kansas City in Kansas City because they haven't won in multiple, multiple years. And I know that if 
either one of our teams wins post-Christmas, Santa's going to be kind to one of us, and the other one m- might be a little eh come playoff time. Now, one last question. It's a little bit separate just because I was talk- talking with my father. I want to get your objective opinion. What are your top five most iconic football franchises over their history? And two, what are you ranking Raging Bull as far as a sports movie? I'm going to hang up and listen to you. Oh, that's a couple day. loaded questions right there. Raging Bull is a tremendous, tremendous movie. One of the breakout performances of De Niro. Staten Mean Streets, of course. And then you get into Godfather 2. And then you get into, you know, Goodfellas and Casino. And uh, on and on we go. I don't put Raging Bull as like my favorite sports movie. I almost look at it like its own entity. You know what I mean? It's dark. It's very dreary. It doesn't give me that like uplifting sports type of image. That's one. Uh, Iconic NFL franchises. I mean, you're starting Steelers, Cowboys, Packers. Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, 49ers. Some would say the Giants. Some would say the Bears. I mean, in recent history, it's obviously the Patriots. I See, I don't like that question because it depends on what era you're living in. If it were the 70s, the Dolphins and the Raiders would absolutely be in there. Right now, they're not. Got to be fair on that. They're not. Set of Manhattan. Our buddy Robert. Hello, Robert. Hey, hey JJ. All right, switch topics a little bit. Uh, NFL. But before I get to why I actually called you, what are we getting Sunday? Obviously, we're getting the Jets and the... Uh, uh, Chargers. You're getting correct? Jets, Chargers at four, and then you're getting a double dip on Fox. What are we getting? I on would Fox? bet, and I haven't looked yet. You're getting the Eagles, Browns at one, and you're probably getting Packers, Colts at four twenty-five. Okay, let me ask you something. Uh, the, obviously, things changed. Uh, aren't the Jets supposed to have a second game with Miami, or did I miss that somewhere? No, they are the following week. The, oh, the Jets play week. Miami at MetLife Stadium next Sunday. Right okay. after Thanksgiving. Okay, here's why I called you. I'm looking down the schedule, and obviously things are going to change for various reasons and everything. Weeks 15, 16, 17. First of all, weeks 15, 16, I notice a lot of games, TBD, TBD. Saturday TBD. games. That's why, Robert. They're going to take at least two games, maybe three games, ah. and put them on Saturday. And that's why I was referencing that Dolphin Raider game. That Dolphin Raider game is going to be the day after Christmas. Mark my okay. words. That'll now, be the case couple of other things. Week 16, no, um, uh, a, there's going to be a Friday game. Uh, that, that, yes, that the Vikings and the Saints, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's it. Exactly. So no, thir- is it, so no Thursday night game. No right? Thursday night game. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's a, that's a hell of a weekend. And you got the NBA back. And uh, I saw the Big Ten is playing games on Christmas Day. I love it. They are. Wow. Okay. Now, uh, then I notice on weeks uh, of uh, 16, 17, uh, week 16, I guess, no Thursday night. At least I couldn't find one. And then week 17, this is interesting, no Thursday night game. 13 1 o'clock games on Sunday. No, but they don't. You know the deal, Robert, week 17. Take that schedule, throw it out the window. They split the baby. Half the games are at one. The other half are at four. They want to line it up based upon... Who needs a game? You know what I mean? Like, if you got a team playing at 1 o'clock and you got another team playing at 4 o'clock, the team at 4 o'clock needs a win, right? You want them lined up with that other team. So if they got a, you know, you want, like, if it's the Dolphins and the Raiders, for example, and they're going for that last playoff spot, 
you're probably going to want to line it up where they're playing at the same time. All right, one last thing. Thursday, week 17, no Sunday night game, is that right? No, there's always a Sunday night game. Oh, there they is? Flex okay. it in. Well, it is. Correct. Okay, well, there didn't seem to be one on the schedule. All right, last question. What? Give me three games this weekend, Sunday, you like. Juicy, sexy match. From a storyline standpoint, I'm happy to do that, Robert. Uh, on Sunday, I'm excluding the Monday night game with Tampa Bay and L.A., which I think is a very, very good game. Oh, my three game. favorite, My three favorite games this week. Chiefs Raiders, ooh, love that on Sunday night. Terrific game. Wow. Packers Colts, ooh, ooh, ooh. number two, Where's three. That game? Tennessee and Baltimore. Where's that game? Packers Colts in Indy. In Indy, not Lambeau. Oh, okay. No, it, it would have more pizzazz. I'm with you there if that game was being played at Lambeau Field. But those are probably the three best games on Sunday. Chiefs Raiders, Ravens and Titans, Packers and Colts. Send out to L.A. James up next. He's on the fan. What up, James? Hey, JJ. Hi. Um, I had a quick question. Um, what, what, what would you say to Knicks fans who didn't like the pick of uh, OB, and what do you think it would have taken for the Knicks to go up from 23 to, like, maybe 13 or 12 to get Halliburton? Uh, it was probably going to cost you a lot. I mean, the Knicks, yeah. I think, wanted to get higher up in the event there was somebody you want to trade up for at five or six. I think Toppin was their guy all along. I think they had him circled. I think they loved the New York connection. I think Tom Thibodeau and Leon Rose clearly fell in love with him. Um, But the idea of them moving back up into the top 10, 15 was going to be asking a lot. Yeah. I just thought 23 or 13 might kind of know what that would take. Yeah, and listen, I think they're going to be a contingent of Nick fans, James, and I appreciate the call who wanted Halliburton to be the pick because they loved his upside. They loved that he was an athletic guard. They looked at his body type and maybe said he fits the modern NBA a lot more. Well, let's see if they address point guard with this next pick or through free agency or via trade. Waiting to see what that next pick is going to be from the New York Knicks. I keep like refreshing Twitter. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 